All right, welcome to On the Rocks with Shark and the Hammer, everyone. That's Shark. I'm the Hammer. We're here to talk what about up? The D- what up, Shark. We're here to talk about the DFL and the trade deadline is here. Figured best time to review some power rankings, see where we're at, and kind of figure out how the- everybody's stacking up for now and the future. So, uh, figure we'll start it this way. Shark, why don't you make the call on where we kick it off and what team? That's let's do it. Let's go by division, man. Let's go with uh. Ryan's division is the only person that's never lost a division in the history of the league. I have a feeling that might change, but we'll get into that. Yep. And let's start out with the man that had the first pick last year, took Joe Burrow, Bob Rutherford in Hurricane City. Perfect. Well, uh, Rob also used to have one of the best beards I've ever seen until now he has <laughs> one of the best mustaches I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, it's. <laughs> I hope you held on to that yeah. all year round. Rob, if you're listening, please keep that mustache. Uh, so I figured best thing to start off, I was thinking of a great way that we should be able to look at every team and compare to an actual NFL team, uh, whether cool. current or in the history. Um, looking at Rob's squad overall, it kind of fits. I'm going to say Bengals. He's got the Joe Burrow thing. There could be some talent on that team, but they are probably a year away from being a year away. Yeah, no, I think that's right. I mean, you got the Joe Burrow, T. Higgins first two picks in last year's draft connection. I mean, that he's the Bengals. Um, there's not a lot of other talent, but there's a lot of other pieces that you look at and say, Hey, that could be a piece. Let's uh, see where he goes. You know, so I went through and I was looking at the positions and, and I would say above average right now, he's looking quarterback is above average. He's got burrow, which I mean, it's good of a building block as you could hope for. Am I crazy that I sort of like Taysom Hill and I keep thinking that maybe I would love to have him on my roster or is it just that he's just fun to watch on TV when he's not on your team? You know, I think you're crazy. I think that's you're drinking the uh, Sean Payton Kool-Aid a little bit. He's fun to watch and, and he's fun to play. I would never, ever want to start him in a fantasy league unless unless the Saints do something stupid and start him. But yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. That's um, uh, that's what I'm wondering. Like, Is he a piece for for a foundation for future? Like, could he be a quarterback in the league? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would, Dude, so, I'm not betting so on many, it, but. Yeah, there's so many bad quarterbacks in the league that I'll give anybody a shot. Yeah, so the quarterback position, he's got Burrow, and he's got to get a second one. But, I mean, you're looking at running back. He's got CEH, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who just – if you if we recorded this five weeks ago, I would have said he's got one of the best running backs in the league. Yep. I, I don't think Andy Reid likes him very much. Yeah, I don't know what's happening there. I, I'm a little bit – I'd be a little bit nervous. I, I don't know if I'd have many regrets about taking him because the other early running backs haven't panned out either. But mm. I, I don't know what's happening there. I mean, you know, the rest of the running backs got potential. I guess the, the down with CEH that he's got going on is flipped a little bit with Daryl Henderson, who all of a sudden might be the guy in Los Angeles. There's a lot of could be the guy here. And if things hit right, if all of a sudden next year, CEH and Henderson become the full time, they, they control the ball. Le'Veon Bell's gone from the chiefs. Yeah. There, there's a shot here, but uh, I'd be a little nervous. If I were him, I'd be going after running backs in the draft. Yeah. I um, mean, the, 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 the elephant in the room is what happens with Saquon, you know, does he come back AP style and go for 2000 yards next year? Well, you know, thank God the Giants drafted him. I mean, without him, you guys wouldn't have had that rookie of the year. Right, Paulie? Yeah. That one's for you. Yeah, uh, there you go, Paulie. Uh, so Rob's wide receivers. I, I looked at his team, and as I'm looking, I thought we should just call this the wide receiver three room because <laughs> they're all solid. They're all startable. Crowder, Mike Williams, Will Fuller. I, I would play the, all of them. None of them I'm expecting a monster game from, except for Fuller once every seven weeks. Right. 
Yeah, I don't want any of them as my wide receiver one. I don't want any of them as my wide receiver two. Robert Woods, he's a fine wide receiver two. Yep. It's $25. I don't know if I actually want him as my wide receiver two, though. Yep, exactly. Um, but but I got to say, Rob has one of my favorite tight ends in the league. He's got Noah Fant. Uh, I think he's yeah. a monster. He's going to be a stud. He, he, you know, We're a year away from talking about him the way we've been talking about Kelsey and Ertz for the last couple of years. Yep. So I think Rob right now, I mean, at least what I'm seeing based on what the lineup he's got, he's a year away from being a year away, but there are building blocks here. Fant, Burrow, potentially CEH. Uh, I, would be, I would be happier with this team being this team than other teams in the league. Let's put it that way. I like the future here, especially yeah. with the number two pick coming up next year. So all, in all likelihood. So where do you see what do you think he should be going? Where what do you think his, his objective should be at this point? If you were running he, his team, what would you do? I would be making two key moves right now. One, I'd be selling Robert Woods to a contender just because I, I think he's he's solid and he's got a lot of years left, but he's probably at his maximum value. And then based off what Brett put out there today, I'd be inquiring about Jared Goff because if I could acquire Goff to pair him with Burrow and I don't have to waste my number two pick on Justin Fields, but I can take Travis Etienne or one of those running backs who started mm-hmm. next year's draft, mm-hmm. I like my team a lot better and you might be even closer to just a year away if you can pull those two things off. Yep, 100%. 100%. So let's see. Let's move on to our next team. We're looking uh, next in that group would be the Serial Killers. That would be our buddy yep. Ryan. That's our three-time champion. And yep. Sorry, Ryan. Going to end at three, I think. Not looking good for you, buddy, but uh, you've had a hell of a run so far. So hell yeah. Speaking of a hell of a run with the team comparisons, I was looking at Ryan's team. Consistently good. Usually wins the division. He's always kind of there. Uh, I think the Steelers. I think the Steelers is the logical team for him. He is the Steelers because not only is he all of those things, but every year when the season starts, you're like, yeah, he's not going to be great. And then he's nine and seven or 10 and six and in the playoffs. Yep. Went in the division and that's that. Uh, yeah. Looking at his team, though, I was a little surprised at how worried I was looking at it. Uh, I've got to say it's it, shaky. It's shakier than you think when you look at it. And, uh, you know, quarterback, he's got Watson. Great. But that's it. And then you're looking at running back. He's got Kamara, who on his own is just a, a king among men. Kamara is worth his weight in gold. Yeah, he's yeah. he's worth two running backs. But after that, uh, Acres, Gus. I mean, Gus the bus. Am I crazy that I just love him because he's, I guess, the DFL mascot? But I mean, everybody loves Gus Edwards in this league. You have to, and everybody's owned him once. Yep, everybody's owned him but... at least once. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I want to keep him. Uh, I do. Yeah, I do like in the in the receiver department. I like Lavisca a lot. I like Hollywood. Keenan Allen is annoyingly annoying to like, but you kind of love him. Because he just stays good. He just stays good, but you always keep thinking, all right, this is the year it's got to end. Yep. I'd be nervous owning him, but he's a good player to own. Yeah. Um, And McCall Hardman, too. I'm not upset about him, but then you're talking about Hardman, Brown, Chenault, where – we're almost back to where Rutherford was. We've got a lot of nice pieces there, yep. but who's the stud? Exactly. And then uh, I noticed he has Gil- Garrett Gilbert on the, on the uh, roster, which, I mean, if you could have Garrett Gilbert, and I know I said he doesn't have much more besides Watson in the quarterback department, but I had to mention that guy. Is a, is, you got to mention Gilbert. Yeah, exactly. He's up there with the Dolphins. He, he, he does have Matt Ryan, he which, does, you know, but solid piece, but where's he going with that? Am I crazy to say I don't think Matt Ryan's on the Falcons next year? No, I don't think you're crazy. I, I'm actually a little surprised he's on the Falcons right now. I kind of thought he might be traded by the deadline. Yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked if they traded up in the draft 
to grab Trevor Lawrence or somebody and just blew their whole load like they did with Julio. I mean, it worked once. Do it again. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't disagree with that, especially with the Clemson, SEC, Atlanta area. It feels like a strong possibility. Yeah, it's it's not not possible. And then looking at Ryan's tight ends, that this kind of made me made me a little sad. Sorry, Ryan. Uh, Jimmy Graham and uh, Will Disley. Uh, yeah, but he does have a, Kittle on his. He's got Kittle on IR. He does. He does. Which that's fine for for when we talk future ranking. Future, but right yeah, now but this, this year, part for the season has me a little a little concerned about his shot. I mean, four and five. It kind of makes me wonder where you go with it. What What are you thinking you should do? I'm telling you, I think where I, if I'm Brian right now, I'm kind of saying I had a good run. I didn't win any friggin' money on that run, but I had a good run. Uh, maybe I need to see what somebody's going to give me for Matt Ryan. Maybe I need to bail on Keenan Allen before Keenan Allen goes the way of some of these, uh, before he turns into what Brett had with AJ Green. Yeah. And you literally just don't get anything. Wait, he didn't get two first for him? No, he tried. Huh. He thought that he was worth that, but I think he ended up getting a second. Yeah. Well, that's weird. Yeah, crazy how that works out. Uh, but yeah, Ryan, I think he's going to, I think he needs to bit of, make a decision and go all in on the overhaul or keep battling to stay i think he's got a shot to you know battle for a division but he can win the division he can make the playoffs he's not winning the championship and i think it could be a quick turnaround for him i think he could retool because watson's good kamara is good he's got those receivers he's got kittle yep. you get you get you know you end up with a top six pick and then you figure out a couple other pieces in trade he's right back in it next year. yeah exactly he's not he's not too far away from being back but there has to maybe rebuild is a too strong of a word he might need a quick retool to make this uh make yeah. this work for him so um, I think so. so. I think that works. Ryan's going to have to keep battling there. And then uh, let's see, next team in that division, uh, Downs to fuck you up. Um, that is Bitsy. Bitsy. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, do you want to go through and maybe give a comparison for what team you think he might be? Yeah, I got a, I got a strong feeling on who Fitzy is. You know, Fitzy, Fitzy is our first ever league champion. Dude's got a title. And he doesn't have a lot else to show for it. He kind of reminds me of my own heart. This this man is the New York football giants right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I think that sounds about right. Uh, yeah. I, I like it. I like where your head's at. I, Fitzy looks to me like anywhere from fifth place to ninth place, somewhere strong in that window. He is not going to be one of the bottom three teams right now, but he is definitely nope. not in the top three kind of looking at a title right now. I, Nope. Looking at his lineup, the quarterback position had me a little nervous. Baker, Baker's fine, and Ben's doing okay. Uh, but at any moment, they both can kind of just collapse, and any week they could each have a negative two-point game. Yeah, I might have tried to trade Baker after that five-touchdown game a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it would, would have but... been a good time to go for it. But then you got to wonder, <laughs> in Fitz's spot, he's battling. He could feasibly make the playoffs. You never know what happens when you do make them. I get not, but also it's like, uh, yeah. do I jump the gun? Get in, you got a chance to win. Yep. And then let's see his running back position. I think he's built pretty well there with uh, his starters, at least for the next couple of seasons with Hunt and Jonathan Taylor. I wouldn't be disappointed with that. Uh, it's Taylor's not doing what he should yet, but I think he's got, I think he's got a shot to be be a top tier running back. I like Taylor. I'd like Hunt even more if he could get out of Cleveland. But for this year, I, I think that they are a good complementary piece for a team that's going to finish six and seven or seven and six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Receiver has me a little worried. He has uh, McLaurin, who love. Absolutely. Dude, McLaurin's, he's a yeah, stud. No question there. But he's got Thielen, who I feel like is 
going to fall off a cliff. It's coming. I don't know what game, but all of a sudden he, he's never going to have more than four for 35 ever again. It just feels like it's coming. And he's got Jefferson on the other side now, and he's not yeah, – and Thielen, he, the ship may be, may be sailing on him, especially with that $25 price yep. tag. Oh, you mean Justin Thomas Jefferson, the greatest receiver That's, of all time? Yeah, yep. yep. Yeah, that's, that's the, the one. guy. And then he's got Debo, who just can't seem to stay on the field. But when he's on, he's talented. But the whole 49ers team is is just a walking calamity right now. Yeah, I think they need a new doctor. Yep. And then uh, I did notice Fitzy has the oldest combined tight ends in the league with uh, Greg Olson and Gronk <laughs> at a combined 137 years old. Uh, that's yeah, amazing. Pretty impressive. Uh, pretty impressive. <laughs> pretty accurate number, too, I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, scientific. Uh, number right there, yeah, yeah, but no. he's he's uh, I'd be a little worried with that. He's gonna need to do something major. If I... No, I mean, he grabbed Njoku from you recently, so I don't hate that move as like, hey, I'm gonna throw him on my bench and let's just see what the hell happens. Yes, um, those are the type of moves Fitzy needs to be making right now. I don't think he's in, in go in, I don't think he's in sell mode. I think he's ride this wave, see what happens, but let me pick up a couple complimentary pieces, and if I'm him. Thielen's got to go. Yep. It's the same as Ryan with Keenan Allen, and maybe we're starting to see a trend here where you, know, you guys got 24 hours to tell these receivers, get in front, get these guys out tomorrow morning because there's not a huge market for teams needing $25 receivers. No, I got to tell you, thinking about that, a lot of teams, I mean, myself included, cap space is going to become an issue for everyone. I mean, there, how many teams actually can afford yeah. to take on a $25 salary right now? It's going to be a quiet trade deadline. Yep. Because of the cap situation. Yep. I, I mean, I had to send, like we were just saying, I just had to send uh, Mark Ingram and, and Njoko away just to get under salary to get in the game. So, yeah, it, you know, it's going to become a real mess, and I haven't even dealt with, with real cap issues yet. So I can only imagine. No, I, can't, I can't imagine I'm the only one that's got to come. So good thing we're raising yeah, the cap to 300 again. So uh, I'm very excited about that. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. We'll see about that. Nice. So let's see. The last team in the uh, – God. God damn it, this team. Uh, Petriello. Petriello. So first thing first, before I even compared him to a team, my first thought was I actually compared him more to Michael Myers. Uh, I thought he was gone. I thought he was dead. I thought we killed him. <laughs> yeah, he was. What the fuck happened? Everybody was hurt. He had no quarterbacks. He had no talent. Everyone, He, he traded away his best players. And here he is. He's over 500. And here he is leading the division. <laughs> what the fuck happened? Uh, it's kind of infuriating. Like, I've been trying to win five games for four years, yeah, and, and I can't and do he it. Does it. Somehow he wins five games in four weeks. I don't know how he does it. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. But, uh, so Michael Myers is the immediate comparison. But on top of that, I would go with the Pats. I mean, two-time champ. He's the Patriots. Yep, he's the two-time champ. He's who we're all, we're all trying to be. It's that simple. So... Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And you just go. Uh, I was going to say the thing that shocks me the most is how the fuck did he end up with Herbert? <laughs> yeah, that would be a combination of you and me. Yeah, we we actually, that one up. If if we want to go down a, a small history lesson, please. Here, we were we were just bullshitting in chat. You had the number ten pick. I had the number fourteen pick, and you were so confident in your ability to draft that you're like, "Fuck it, give me the fourteen pick and your number twenty nine, and I'll still get the better Which, player." I might have. You still got Justin Jefferson, yeah, which so I'm not gonna. And then he, you know, a couple of weeks later, Petro comes calling to me, and he's like, "Hey, I'm in cap hell. I need to just dump Dak and Julio. I was all in on that." He's like, "I need your number ten pick and David Montgomery." 
I was all in on that. I don't feel like either you or I made a bad deal. And all of a sudden he's got Justin fucking Herbert on his yeah, team. Yeah, that, that for $2 for two more yeah, years. Yeah, that one, that one really caught me off guard. Uh, that was annoying. But uh, he's got him yeah. and Wentz, who I'm not, I'm not out on Wentz, but I'm definitely not, not buying Wentz stock right now. Let's put it that way. No, I like Wentz a lot more if Justin Herbert's a top 10 quarterback. Yes, I would love Wentz. If he's if you're comfortable with him being like the 17th best quarterback, if, exactly, yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that one. Running back position is a little worrisome on this team. I mean, he's got Eckler and Michelle on the IR and T- uh, Tariq Cohen, but right now he's running out there. David Montgomery, who whose brain is scrambled, from what I understand, uh, yeah. might be, and he's not as good as Mike Davis. It's, uh, it's not just a rumor; it's actually proof. Uh, yeah sorry Uh, it's science uh facts yeah Yeah. so uh him and malcolm brown i mean that's a rough it's a rough go with tyler Irvin freeman i'm not i'm not convinced petriello knows that we play running backs or cares that we play running backs in this league and you know what maybe maybe we're he's in on the joke and none of us know he zigs when we zag like i mean he's clearly (laughs) got this figured out better than we do i mean he's got two titles more than everyone so yeah yeah exactly so i mean Maybe he knows better than we do, but I will say his receivers, it's basically like wide receiver university over there. I mean, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, Cooper Cup, Christian Kirk, and that's just naming not even all of them. That's DJ DJ Moore. Moore, uh, Perryman's been all of a sudden good. Uh, I Actually, I like Josh Reynolds a lot. He never does anything, but I like him. I like him. And he's got dudes stashed on his eye in his practice card. I know we're not at the future yet, but Paris Campbell and Gabriel Davis, like and KJ Hamler. And he gave away Julio Jones this offseason. Yeah. Like it's you know it's, it's I tried, I did everything I could in another league to acquire the the Devontae Adams, Thomas, and Julio trio, and he had it in Dynasty. Like that's an amazing He had it in a Dynasty yeah, league. that's an amazing feat. It's an amazing feat. So, I mean, as, yeah. as, Bravo. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned at this point, he's he's the division winner until somebody knocks him out. I, I can't imagine anybody else no. is taking him in this division. No offense to the rest of you guys, but. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we said it on all those teams anyway, but then when they realize that they're looking up at Petriello, just pack it in, boys. Yep. He's got the division. You're not going to win it. You're not going to win any money. Time to sell. Yep. So on that note, I'm going to go ahead and put him down as our first division winner is our prediction for this. So that's that on that division. Let's see what's next. We got uh, the Edward times two division. Another multi-time champion, not quite Ryan, but I have a feeling he might be the new king of the uh, streaks. He's he's definitely a scary, scary squad in here, but uh, let's start from the bottom up. Um, This is this one. Do we have to? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just consistency. Okay. So yeah, yeah, I got all it. All right. So, uh, do you want to take Graham or me? How do you want to do it? Like, uh... poor Graham. Graham, we'll, we'll preface this by saying, you know, we all yep. love you, and the league is better. Literally, the other eleven teams are better because. Yeah, you're so thank it. you for this. But um, yes, thank you. Um, you unfortunately, due to some lack of talent across the board. Do not get compared to another NFL team. You are our resident Bill O'Brien. Yeah. We're not entirely convinced you know what you're doing, but man, do you like to make bad trades. You sure think that <laughs> there are a lot of times where it says to yourself, it seems that you've sat in a room and said to yourself, 
why would I want this young, great receiver when I get to have somebody who's older and wiser? (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's... But hey, I mean, he did trade a three for Ryan Tannehill, and I have to give him. He credit did win that, that deal. And be, that's the that's one. The one. And so, you know what? Luckily, yeah. luckily, of the trade that he and I had with Antonio Brown and Royce Freeman, it's slowly coming back to my side of things. So I'm pretty excited about that, Graham. So thanks for that one. Yeah, because you never want to have a trade lost to Graham. No, and I did man. for a long time. That's why I wouldn't cut him. Uh, uh, Graham all right we can talk about actual football now Graham but we had to have some fun yeah but I will say I like I like his quarterback room a little bit more than I thought I was gonna uh you know what's scary and I I don't interrupt you because we're gonna get into all the positions but his team is fucking terrible and then when you look at it and break it apart you're like oh yeah i can see how he could go seven and six next year like there's talent across the board that's just not working I right now definitely didn't think he would be uh far and away the number one pick as of the moment I, I i would not have put him the odds for him to have pulled that off were you know if we played this season a thousand times that happens what three out of a thousand yeah he's not one in eight more than three no. times no but the tannin hill and i like on the bench Jameis. Maybe he never starts again, but who knows? He could get a job next year. I, I think he's going to start next year and and talk about a team's having their fortune change really quick. Say Jameis is the Saints starter on opening day mm. next year. We're propelling Graham's quarterback room up. Really oh, it's becoming high. one of the one of the top in the room, uh, top in the in yeah in the league if that happens. Uh, Jimmy G, who yep. you and I both have owned at this point now, uh, before Graham, and he's not fun to own. Uh, he's just not that good. Very intriguing when you don't own him. (laughs) Yes. It's, he's not good. He's not good. (laughs) And I feel like the Niners are saying the same thing we are. (laughs) They 100% are. And and there's a lesson here for everybody. Literally, if Bill Belichick gives up on somebody, just don't bother. Exactly. And I know that there's rumors that he didn't give up on Jimmy G and that whole power struggle. Doesn't matter. Jimmy G left to New England. Don't, nope. don't bother. And then you look at his running back position. Uh, so uh, I, I started thinking about who has the best and worst of the positions in the league. Um, okay. Running back, uh, I'll mention him as we go along throughout, you know, as we get to the position that I'm thinking. But I think Graham might have the worst running back room in the league. You have Kenyon Drake, who might not keep his starting job. Leonard, Seems Leonard Fournette, who couldn't keep a job in a $20 salary is just painful. Um, and then you have he's starting someone named Salvin Ahmed. I yeah, don't even know. I'm pretty who that certain is. that I used to be in a physics class with that guy in college, but uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, can't, I can't guarantee it. Yeah. He's that's probably an accurate yeah, statement. Who that that one's rough, man. Um, so hopefully, you know, Graham needs to dress some running backs, but wide receivers, he's all right. He's all right. Mike Evans, Marvin Jones, John Brown. These aren't bad. A wide receiver four room, I guess, maybe is what I would call it. Yeah, I AJ mean, I don't Green. hate his wide receivers. Yeah, I, I don't hate them. Green's fine, especially for this year. I mean, if you're talking about what does oh, Graham Cooper. And Corey Davis, let's Cooper, give sorry. him. Yeah, there's a lot of. Yeah, well, Amari Cooper. Of, like, talent. Yeah, there's talent. Exactly. There's a lot of good receivers. I, I, I mean, I know I'm jumping ahead to, you know, what should Graham be yeah. doing, but. I'll tell you what he shouldn't be doing. He should not be trading Mike Evans this year. Mike Evans has no value, and that's because Tom Brady doesn't throw the ball. He doesn't take chances. He doesn't throw the ball downfield. 
Evans is going to bounce back and he's going to still be a top 10, top 15 wide receiver. Graham's just got to ride it out. Hope that his salary drops tremendously. And he, and he returns better than that. He better hope that he gets switched to a tight end because I feel like he would be the best tight end in the league. Oh God. That's That's what he should. That's what they should do with him though. That he's, he's a monster in the goal line. He, he's been great with Brady on the goal line. I mean, his stat line this year, what is it like nine catches, six of them for touchdown? Like, Something ridiculous. You put yeah. him at tight end. All of a sudden, you line him up that way. I would be if I was them in the offseason. I'd be thinking about something like that. He'd probably hate it, but you line him up as a pass catching tight end. I think they would all of a sudden be, and that's just real football wise. And that I think would help Graham if he became a tight end. Oh yeah, I mean he's got Mark Andrews, but it not doesn't matter if you got two studs. And you Logan got two Thomas, studs. who I think is better than I thought he was. He is Logan Thomas intrigues me and Logan Thomas intrigues me as a, a trade asset because there are some playoff teams and we'll get to this that, that could use a little bit of a tight end. Uh, I, I, I can name one. And, of these I can think of, so. <laughs> um, and Graham needs to, Graham needs to make some moves. He, he needs to just start flipping one for one, just flip crap for crap and, and try to, to position himself a little bit better. Man, I just, you know, I'll tell him this is my – don't take advice from me, I guess, which is a bad thing to say when I'm literally the one talking because I don't know how to win five <laughs> games. But a couple of months ago, Jeff just reached out to me and was like, hey, I want uh, Damian Williams. I said, okay, give me Darius Slayton. It a one-for-one deal. I mean, sometimes the one-for-one deals are the ones that really kind of move you further ahead. Well, you're moving something that you is invaluable. Doing that gives you the shot that no matter what it is, I'd rather the lotto ticket than something I know doesn't work. Yep, exactly. Yep. That's a better so way that's, to put it. You know, so Graham, uh, there maybe, I mean, could he turn this around next year? I would say maybe. Could he turn this around in two years? Yes. Uh, I think all of a sudden two years from now he could be back to contending. Quarterback room yeah. hits right. I'll tell you. He's got a shot next year. If the quarterback room hits right and Cooper and Evans get their guys, you know, get their game back next year, I, I think he can take off. I, I think Graham has one, and I know we're spending a lot of time on Graham. Apologies to the rest of the league. He's the yes, most easily. fascinating dude in the league. Um, but he's got one move, and I, I almost hesitate to say this out loud because everyone's going to be tuned into it that he should be making right now. He's got the number 13 pick in the draft. I know he's upset he doesn't have a first-round pick, but he, in this class, has a first-round pick. He needs to be coupling that pick with A.J. Green and John Brown or Marvin Jones. Pick the guy. It doesn't matter. And targeting somebody like mm-hmm. Christian who needs receivers and has plenty of cap space and just saying, give me your first round pick. Maybe he only ends up moving up one or two spots. Maybe he gets lucky and he moves all the way up to number seven. Yep. It doesn't matter. He's got to he, he's got to just unload some of these players that are never going to have value on their own. Exactly. That goes back to the lotto ticket versus the crap that's not working for you. Um so yep. speaking of lotto tickets, uh, we'll move on to the next guy in the in the division, uh, Paulie. Speaking of lotto, uh, hey, I, I, biggest, biggest cowboy, cowboy fan, fan in the league. Far. You give him a chance to get Zeke Elliott, he will give up anything. Uh, and and yes. uh, Paulie, you're going to like this one. I, I I figured out what team Paul reminds me of. It's not from this season. He reminds me of the Fitz Magic Bills. Mm. Uh, do you remember how we used to start every season super hot, best team in the league ever? Best September. best September fantasy football player in comparison to Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is the best fantasy, who is the best football September <laughs> player of all time. Uh, this is a factual statement. Dude, dude wins championships yep. by Columbus. You end the season the last week of September. Fitz has got what? Seven, eight rings. Uh, so Paul yeah. with his three and O start, which I'm very proud to say I was involved in ending the three and O start is now five and four. 
change of fortune. But something that shocked me, uh, Paul, actually, when I mentioned teams having the best or worst in the league, Paul has one of the best and one of the worst position rooms in the league. I was, I was very impressed with myself. <laughs> I think I could guess which uh, those two positions are. Quarterback is just <laughs> he has got a No, I was going to say it's it's ahead. absolute insanity. He's got a $20 quarterback room right now. And he's got Josh Allen and Kyler Murray stacked. As long as Josh Allen is good and, and uh, this is for future, but as long as Josh Allen is a good enough real life quarterback to keep his job, Paul yep. is set for a decade. And it, yeah. it's not even Set it and close. forget it, and Paul doesn't have to think about quarterbacks until 2031. Um, so that's pretty amazing. Yep. His running back room is very good. I don't know about the long term of it, but for right now, Henry, who's a bum, we can all agree on that. I think it's been well-established, well-established in bum. this league. Uh, I mean, Paul had the easiest, the easiest conversation I've ever had with the trade before in my life when I said, hey, Paul, do you want Derrick Henry for your first-round pick? He said, yes, I'll send it over. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of wish, yeah, they, that was just that simple. Easy. Like, hey, I got a dumb salary. What do you want him? Yes. Okay, great. Uh, so he got Henry. Done. He got Zeke. Uh, DeAndre Swift. I'm a fan of. If he gets a new coaching staff, who's not the Patricia regime, he's got a shot. Yeah, the Lions terrify me because the next coaching staff is going to be just like the last coaching staff. But he does. Dude's got he does. Talent. He's got talent and you never know. Uh, I would be, I would be very excited to hold on to him. If I was Paul, I, I would have a lot of, he's not a oh, guy. Absolutely. I would not be. No, you're not selling him at the deadline. You're not using him as a piece to get better right now. You're right. And I like, uh, he's got, uh, what's his name? Miles Gaskin, uh, who I'm a fan of. I like Gaskin, but now I might take the opposite approach on him that I do with, with Swift. And that's not that I don't think Gaskin mm-hmm. might not be good long-term. But he's a piece, especially because he's hurt right now. I might, I might be looking to see what I could get from somebody, you know, someone like Graham, someone like Fitzy, one of these teams mm-hmm. we've already talked about. And that new Ryan, who literally doesn't have a running back on his team besides Kamara, and, and just saying, hey, what, what, what wide receiver? Because we're about to get to the position I think might be at the bottom of the league. <laughs> Lucky uh, guess. <laughs> what wide receiver could I get? Yeah, I would be, I would be searching through every lineup if I was Paul and saying, yeah, who's going to trade me a receiver for him? Um, so, yeah. And yep. uh, on your point, very accurate. I circled in big, bold letters. I wrote, Paul needs a wide receiver. Uh, it actually hurt my feelings yes. when I looked at his list. I if I was calling Rob's the wide receiver three room and I was calling uh, the other rooms, uh, wide receiver university, Paulie is the wide receiver five room. Um, it, oof. It's, sorry, man. It's ugly. It, it's, it's sad. How many wide receivers has he started this uh, year? That were on one, two, I'm just looking, <laughs> just scanning one, two, three, four, five, six. There's like six guys on here who we picked up this year and he's very happy to hold on to them. That's the scary part. I'm not entirely – like, as good as he is at evaluating quarterbacks, and we joke that Petriello might not know that running backs matter, I'm not convinced Paulie knows that we no, start this is a standard scoring league. league, right? There's no PPR. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two wide receivers. Uh, and then uh, Paul's tight ends. <laughs> Jared Cook, who uh, it might be the third oldest receiver tight end in the league. Um, and you're going to like this one. Trade him to Fitzy. Trade 100%. him to Fitzy. You're going to like this one. He, he has Evan Ingram, uh, which is shocking because he's a giant and Paul hates the Giants. But I finally figured out who That's Evan right. Ingram is. He's a better athlete, Eric Ebron. He just can't catch. Okay. 
but he's super he cannot catch. Athlete. Oh, he definitely is a dude needs to convert to like safety or, you know, strong side linebacker or something like that. He's, yep. he's a freak. Nope. Can't oh, just maybe throwing he the ball. be a fullback. Put him at fullback, That's have him line, out, line up outside then and spread him out. He just can't catch. I, I don't, I don't get it, but no. So where where do you think Paulie? What do you think Paulie needs to do right now? I mean, he started out three and zero. He was hot. He was ready. Five and four now. It's a it's a totally different ball game. Paulie is God. I don't know. No, I mean, no, he's no. not selling. First of all, because he doesn't mm-hmm. have he doesn't have any pieces to sell. I mean, because yeah. you're not giving up on Henry or Zeke. Well, like you said, he's got those he's quarterbacks, got, and you don't. That's his tradable piece. Yeah, he doesn't have a first, which you got Henry. So you, you can't be upset that you don't have a first because you're not getting somebody as good as Derrick Henry. Oh, he would do six or seven picks. He would so do that still, trade a hundred times out of a hundred. I bet if you asked him right now, he would be like, "Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it again twice tomorrow." And he should have. I, I would too if I were him. It was it's, it's a brilliant move. That's what you're trying. You literally are trying to draft Derrick Henry when you make a pick. So the fact that you didn't have to try, you just got him. Great move. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm. I'm taking all of the cap space I've got. I'm taking some of these these pieces on the bottom. Henry Ruggs, hell, Evan Engram, Miles Gaskin. He's got some good pieces on his practice squad. He's and I'm just I'm doing the same thing Graham's doing. I'm just flipping one or two at a time. Let me flip this guy for that guy. This guy for that guy. I will say if I want to make a splash, I'm reaching out to Graham, and I'm saying you've got Evans, you've got Cooper. They may not help me a lot this year, but they're really good. And also, hey Graham, you've got literally no depth at all. So let me let me see what we can make work, and and just throw throw the house at him, and, and give him four or five pieces. Give him Gaskins, yeah. give him Evan Ingram, give him Russell Gage and Henry Ruggs. I, I mean, just fill it up and, and make it Paul, make it you work. Call it Mooney. I feel like I would have already. Uh, I mean, given what he's got working, yeah, I, I would spend that $25. Yeah, I think, that I think he's got to there. at this point. I mean, it's crazy not to. What, what are you, you know, what are you hoping for? Like, you're in it now. I, I think the practice squad, if you've got a player who is producing on the practice squad and you have a chance at the playoffs, you are wasting just just wasting time and wasting and money. If I'm Paul, I'm sitting there. there. I mean, Josh Allen's salary is going to jump a lot for him, but I just look, he's got, what, 80, 80 or so bucks in uh, cap room to mess with. If I'm him, I'm going after every team that yeah. ha- is going to be over the cap. I mean, me, Brett, Edward, uh, I got it. I think there's at least one more just off the top of my head that are going to be over the cap. I would be just stalking all of us like a shark. Yeah. Oh, this off season, he's got to he's he's got to just do what what I did yep. when I got Julio Jones and Dak, or he he's got to just take pride. But he also has to recognize, you know, all the guys we were talking about earlier, Keenan Allen mm-hmm. and Thielen in particular. No, you can't afford them. Yeah, Brett can't afford them. If Fitzy and and Ryan are smart, they're trading them. There's not a huge market. Paulie can get them for eighty cents on the yep, dollar. He's just got to make them reach out. He, he's got a shot. He's he's right there. He's got a shot. I, I, you know. A couple of things break right. Paul's Paul's right there in the final four. He could win money this year. I don't know that he's going to win no, three playoff games. He could break he could right. Money. He could get into the final four, and you never know what happens from there. Um, let's see. Next would be a yep. uh, man. My team doesn't suck as bad now. Yeah, Christian, dude, you need a new name. Yep. Second worst yeah, name in the league. We'll get to the worst one. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Do we? We'll do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> see if we make them stick it out. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, listen, I know we you're gonna do your thing, but he's six yeah. and three. What the fuck? No, no, sorry. He, he's... <laughs> yeah, yeah I, but I, who is he? I guess the Seahawks is, is the, the best comparison. I mean, if you think about it, with he's got Mahomes, and it's sort of that's about it. There are a couple interesting pieces of the receiver, which again makes me think Seahawks. Yep. So I mean, Seahawks. Yeah, he, he he is our Seahawks. He's got he's being carried by the best yep. player uh, in the room. Would, uh, so I said Paul has the best quarterback room. I mean, he has Mahomes, who's just as good as two quarterbacks. So I guess it's a tie for best quarterback in the league between the two of them. Mahomes on his own is just worth its weight in gold. Uh, if you've got Mahomes right now in a dynasty league, I yeah. think you win best quarterback room in the league. I, I just I, I don't care who your other one is. And Kirk Cousins no, is not exactly. good, and Kirk he's also not bad. Is, you know, like we were saying before about if Herbert's a top 10, you could have Wentz at 17. With Mahomes, you can have Kirk Cousins at 24. You're fine. Yep. Yep. Uh, Ryan totally Beto scares me with this team. I bet, I bet you three years ago he thought he was set with Todd Gurley. <sighs> Gurley's fallen off a cliff. Rojo is a tweener. Maybe he's good. And Gibson, yeah. and, I don't know. And he – Gibson, I, I like Gibson. I don't love Gibson. I, I like him. I, I I like him for this year's playoff push, but I'll tell you what, if Christian doesn't think he's going to win money this year, I might be trying to sell high on Gibson because I don't like him to be a future No, he doesn't, he doesn't have the uh, – I don't think he has the body for it. I could see him breaking down early. Uh, he just has got yeah. injuries written all over him to me. I, I, yep, and he's also on the team who shall not be named because no. they literally don't have a name. They don't exactly. No, they don't. But Ron Rivera always does have a good running back game. But it's always it's always multiple guys. That's fair. I I, I kind of forget that they may have. Yeah, but know, it's always multiple guys when he does. There. So it's like uh, it'll be tough. It'll be tough for him anyway. But the receiver group, young potential. I, I actually really like his receiver group a lot. Uh, I like. I mean. Can we talk real life? How? Who thought Stefan Diggs? I was thought he would kill Josh Buffalo? Allen already. I'm. Yeah, I'm shocked. Like just because I uh, Eric Molds maybe I don't know Buffalo just hasn't had a good receiver in forever. I just did not expect it. And Josh Allen, I'm not entirely convinced no, he could throw the Diggs, ball twenty yards. Diggs had field. very much uh, Antonio Brown written all over him to me. Like he just could have snapped at any point. Mm-hmm. But I, I like uh, I like Deontay Johnson, who uh, one of the best autocorrects of all time. He went to Dick Nose when I was texting about him, so he's only referred to in my league at home as Dick Nose Johnson. Uh, yeah, so that yeah, Dick so Nose that's Johnson. Gonna I'm gonna have to adopt uh, so that. He's got, he's got Dick Nose. He's got Judy yeah. Diggs, Robbie Anderson, who just is just demanding that we respect him, no matter what, how much everybody doesn't care about him. Fun fact, turns out I traded Robbie Anderson and Jerry Judy wow. for Brandon Cooks last year. And yeah, that's those are those it, are the pieces that I gave weird. up. <laughs> it makes no uh, sense. <laughs> man. <laughs> but it doesn't. But yeah, no, I like his room. I mean, I think Dick Nose has to stay a little healthier than he is. But he's also got guys on his bench. Like I like you Anthony Miller Williams, as a number yeah. five receiver. Preston Williams is hurt now. And, and, you know, Denzel Mims on the Jets, talk about a dude whose stock could go Same up incredibly next year. If he's the number – yeah. Now Boykin I like too. He was the third piece that I gave yeah, up to, to acquire Brandon Cooks. 
So this, this, is, this is a really fun segment for me. <laughs> so moving on to tight um, <laughs> just yeah so anyway <laughs> yeah take a quick pause and go uh, but no i like now. his receiver room i think it's got a lot of potential it, tight endo has me terrified by this team i mean you're looking at tyler higby and uh harrison bryant and ross dwelly yeah yeah talk about talk about who are we saying needs to trade yeah, their tight end and- uh who Get to a contender. This is yep. what this if is I'm where you're. This is who you're calling like, right oh, now. I bet you need a tight end, and that's yeah. He's got to uh, yes. got to got to do something to upgrade. And but he's six and three. Mm-hmm. Sneaky trade proposal right here that I, I guarantee you Graham would not think about because Mark Andrews is legitimately one of the bright spots on his roster. Mark Andrews is not going to ever be Travis Kelsey or George Kittle. He's not going to win you a fantasy championship. If you could get Mark Andrews over to Christian and get a first round pick and another piece for him, there there's a there's a quick way to Agreed. start feeling but a little better about yourself, Graham. Is Mark Andrews worth a first round pick? I like him a lot. I I, I I personally, you know, truthfully, I went to Graham to try to get Mark Andrews. I don't know if he's worth a first round pick though. Probably not. And it's also Christian, so it's definitely not. Christian would not no, give but, up a first but round he pick could put Andrews. him in a spot where all of a sudden, he's battling for the bye. You know, he's right there at the bye uh, with me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's right there at it. He's so six and three. At the bye, I mean, you're guaranteed in the final four. You never know. It's worth kind of going at it after it. It's, you you got to buy. Yeah. You just got to go one and one Which to, to just win money. Huge. Um, so, yeah, he's got a shot. Yeah. I also feel like this team is kind of a mirage. But, but it, it, you know, we're, we're heading into week 10. So maybe maybe it's not. Yeah, and he plays me this week. So I mean, he's got no Mahomes, but he's probably going to be seven yeah, three. Only teams God. like you lose to me. Um, I've been waiting for. Yeah, well, Tom Brady to cost me that, that one, so that joke. was fun. It's always nice seeing um, Tom, who you traded to me. So it's kind yeah. of been a long. It's been a long con. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> it's, it's the only thing I've ever successfully done uh, in this league. I can't nine, believe you remember which week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I was thinking when the trade. <laughs> that would oh, be yeah, funny. no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great research. That would have been bad. All right, so uh, the the team leading the division, the eight game winner in a row, the team everybody is after and trying to beat, Edward and. He's the Saints. I mean, they're always good. They're breaking every scoring record. Every team expects them to win the title. They're just terrifying. They're, they're always there. They kind of always come up a little short at the end, so it'll be interesting Some to see weird. what happens. But they're, they're, they're explosive, man. They just fucking score points. Like you, This dude, I mean, he's, he's going to score 225, 250. You face him. Like You're not going to beat him 170 to 160. Just don't even try. No, you got to have a monster week to keep up with him. I mean, he's yeah. got, he doesn't have a weak spot. Uh, no. Quarterback, he's got Russ. Uh, he's got a lot of depth there, but, you know, I mean, you got Russ. What else is there? He's got Drew Brees still, who any week still can put out a game, but uh, he's on the way out. Yeah, I don't love him. I mean, you're good starting him. You're, he's better than the two Bears that he's got on his bench, Foles and, and Trubisky. Yeah. But he's not even as high to me as we were talking about Kirk Cousins as your number two or Wentz as your number two. I don't love Breeze, but to your point, he's got Wilson, so it doesn't matter. Nope, so that works. And then he doesn't have much depth at running back, but he's got Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb. I mean, you're set for the next three seasons. That's when they're healthy, it's a, when it's healthy. a dangerous duo. Yeah, yeah, and he's been putting up, like you said, 200, 250 points a week without them. 
Right. That, that's terrifying. He had a couple of weeks where he was starting both Mixon and Giovanni Bernard. He's just like, fuck it, starting two Bengals. And it didn't matter. It's so weird starting guys <laughs> on the same team. I just did that this weekend for the first time with CMC and, and the all-star Mike Davis. Uh, it's weird. It's hard to watch. It's <laughs> tough when they're both running backs. Yeah, that's a tough one. But, uh, you know, his receiver group, though, is – Okay, so I have a note for each one of these guys on this team. Here's my thing. Lockett okay. is Lockett is just an absolute beast. I mean, him and the Russ, that, that stack is probably one of the best duos that you can do at quarterback and receiver. Yeah. Uh, He's Chris, got the best stack in the league. The best stack by far. Is Chris Godwin good? I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. Here's the thing. The Tom Brady error has really thrown a wrench into how we view these Buccaneers receivers. Kind of like I said with Evans, you kind of you got to just give Godwin a pause on 2020 and see what happens next year because I don't know if it's Brady. I don't know if they didn't have a normal offseason. I don't know what happened. But I'm not, I'm not all in on Godwin. No, me either. But he has Curtis Samuel, who's on the rise, and all of a sudden realized how to play this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been great, and AJ Brown, who's turning into an absolute beast. AJ Brown is fun to watch. Yeah, he's, he's really good. He's really he's good. Just got fun. And then Odell is he? Is he got a shot to make it on another team in the future? Because he's done with the Browns. He's done with the Browns. He's never played another game with the Browns. I, I I don't know, man. I go back and forth on him. You know, I'll always have a soft spot for him, mm-hmm. even though he, he he sank the Giants. I don't think he was the problem. I think Coughlin actually knew how to handle him, but the Giants are inept, so they fucked that whole thing up. And I think Eli knew how to handle him, too, although Beckham disagreed. Uh, just so we can have this on tape, I need to get this out there. Uh, Paul, Paul, I'm talking to you right here. You specifically told me that Odell was better than Calvin Johnson. I think we just all need to take a moment and just all agree. That's crazy. Um, we can move on now. I just need to make sure that was on tape and, and recorded for history purposes. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to get into that one. I'll just <laughs> end up embarrassing myself. <laughs> I don't think Paulie's as far off just from a talent perspective as it might seem. But no, OBJ yep. is on, he's not on the same tier as Calvin Johnson. No. And then, so we move on to tight end and uh, Ed wins that room. He's got Travis Kelsey. Yep. What more do you need? Yeah. He wins the tight end room. Yep. That room is that. And that's, that's why he's so scary because he's just got talent everywhere. And also, oh yeah. Top two quarterback, number one tight end. Like, yep. h- how do you compete with that? And, and he's always got the, the frightening Josh Rosen uh, sitting on the practice spot. So you totally. never know. You never that's, know what can happen. That's going to hit someday. Yep, <laughs> that one. Just hold on to that one. Yeah. that's like a that's like seventy five year old IBM stock. So yeah, just hold on just, to that one. It's gonna happen, man. Keep the faith. <laughs> so, uh, so I mean, the division got... winner is pretty locked up. I think that's a simple one to put in. So you're looking, Edward is gonna win that division. Easy. He's gonna win it, and I don't think Edward's gonna do anything tomorrow. Dude's got two hundred seventy four dollars in in cap. He's got nowhere to go. He doesn't have a weakness. He's, you know, what is he going to do? Maybe he trades Beckham or Lazard and tries to improve something, get some running back depth. I don't know. Maybe uh, a cap dump. That's the only thing I can think of. Like, there's nothing. He's not making any move substantial enough to make it worthwhile to upgrade. No. And deal with the cap jumping he's going to have to do to make that happen. He's not bringing in a stud, that's for sure. It's either a depth piece or he's just saying, you know what, like the Browns, I got to cut ties with Beckham and let me let me rebuild while also winning a championship and see what I can get for Beckham. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes it's better to jump the gun. You know, like I said, I could have fought and probably figured out a way to keep Henry this year. 
it was easier to move his giant salary and you just kind of hope for the best for the future. You get the pick and yep. you just try to keep the train rolling. Yeah. Uh, speaking of me, we can move on to uh, the best name division in this league. The only one won by somebody one time. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> for now, for now. So hoping to double that up. Uh, we'll start off with our boy, uh, Jeff Dubs, uh, starting at the bottom of the division. This is the heavyweight division. Uh, oh, every team in this is just unfairly good. I didn't think anybody was good when I drafted it. Well, that speaks volumes to your knowledge. So, you know, it goes along yeah. with my college football, uh, studying, uh, it's pretty <laughs> on point. Well, I mean, now you're doing this and you're studying all these teams and you're like, oh shit, I actually know what the teams in the league are. You're going to, if you win this division, you're going to be way better equipped next year to yeah. not fuck yourself. Yeah, that would probably be a smart thing to do. Yeah, uh, I went more personal. I was trying to get the only one I would have switched. Uh, so I wanted to take out you. I wanted to take out Jeff. I was hoping to get Paul instead of Brett, but right. you know, well, bring back the Chili's room. No, yeah, totally exactly. I mean, the Chili's division. But, but so we'll start off with Jeff. So what team would you compare Jeff to? Fuck, I you know I I kind of spoiler alert. We'll let you all into the process. There's a list here, and I don't remember who we compared Jeff to. Oh well, even better. <laughs> I, I have an idea who it was. Uh, we actually compared Jeff to the Dolphins. That's right. Started with a dumpster fire. He literally picked up a dumpster fire and decided to own it. And that dumpster fire somehow is a lot better now than it than we thought it was going to be. I mean, that team, and when he took it over, was six years away from being two years away. He had no talent. He had a lot of draft picks, and he didn't really get a lot for them. And you got Dwayne Haskins and Daniel Jones with those top picks. So, like, he he had nothing. And all of a sudden, he's good like he's a top five top six team in the league he's good yeah he's good he's good he's got bad luck but he's a good squad i mean you look at the uh the quarterback room i'd be a little he's got to do something there that's really the part he's got to get he's got to get a quarterback i mean Derek carr and teddy bridgewater are very you know we were saying herbert is a top 10 and went at 17 or or mahomes at one and cousins at 24 carr and bridgewater are like seven or like 18 and 19 yeah. Well, I got I got good news on that front. This man might be uh, the winner of the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. That is true. He may fix that problem very quickly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to help him this year, but his quarterback room might look a lot better in just, you know, nine short months. Yeah. His running back room, I'm very impressed with. Uh, James Conner, Josh Jacobs, James Robinson. Robinson, man. Zach Moss. I, I mean, I would be really happy with that room if I, if that was my running back squad. So James Robinson's for real, right? Like he's just a good running back. You know what? The only thing that can screw him up now, I think, is the Jaguars themselves. Well, that's always an issue. So I, I was going to say, like, yeah, he should be fine. He should be a legitimate guy, but they may fuck that up. Yeah, that that's very fair. Um, but that's you know that's a that's a gold mine that he landed on there. Yeah, that's jackpot. That guy. I mean, nobody would have seen that coming, but. The only thing, I, the only thing I would be worried about is I could see a team like the Jaguars making a move for somebody like a Le'Veon Bell and giving him a two-year, twenty-five million-dollar deal for no reason. That's yeah, the thing Bell, I'd be worried about. Or are they the team that ends up getting Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, and then somebody like Chris Carson hits the market, and they're just like, "Yeah, yeah, no, totally, I'll give that guy four years and sixty million dollars." That makes sense. Exactly. They're they're a stupid contract waiting to happen at yeah. running back that would be my biggest fear but talent wise i mean j-rob is a beast that's good yeah that's and good then does. and then a wide receiver uh this i think is going to be the best wide receiver duo in the year 2022 
uh, DK Metcalf and Chase Claypool. I'll tell you what, Jeff knows how to draft. And sure I don't does. think any of us are prepared for that. And we might preemptively have fucked ourselves by giving this dude an into the league. Yeah. Yeah. A little concerned about that. Um, and he's got a couple other good receivers too. I mean, he's got Sterling Shepard who's sneaky good this year. He, he and he's kind of staying healthy. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he'll, his head will fall off. Oh, that, weekend, that'll end. But yeah. Good. And he's not good this year. It doesn't help him, but I still like Michael Gallup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like him. And uh, what's the guy on the Broncos? Patrick, what's his first name? Uh, Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. I don't hate him. No. No, he's been good. Oh, he's also got There's... Tyler Boyd on this team too, which, I mean, he's an awesome uh, number three receiver. He's just, I mean, he's his receiver, I mean, they're good. And we kind of glossed over how friggin' good DK Metcalf is. We really did. But he's He's insane. Just an absolute stud. Like he's... I've been saying it for a couple weeks now, mostly to piss off Brett, but also because I believe it. I mean, he is the number one dynasty receiver, in my opinion. I think so. And you know what makes it even better? The fact of how good that guy is. Him having a terrible game is why I beat Jeff, which I know just <laughs> eats at him. So I just really want to remind him. Jess. Really yeah. just gets to him every time. So I just want to remind him of that one. Uh, yeah. Uh, what happened with Metcalf? So I don't watch college football, obviously. What, what happened that the, nobody knew he was going to be good? So everybody knew he was going to be good because he was a fucking freak in college. And then we got to the, um, the combine and he was like below average in all of these stupid metrics. Like how can you run around a circle with three cones or some dumb shit like that? Mm-hmm. And it, he, his stock just plummeted. And there was a bunch of people saying, you guys, you know, we watched him play and his talent is there. He's good. And then there's other people that said, no, you can't. It's NFL is a different game. And it kind of kind of burst the bubble a little bit on the combine and how valuable it is because he, he's just as good in the NFL as he was in college. And he fell to the third round simply because of some of his combine stats. Hmm. See, and it makes me wonder because is it possible that it's he is this good, but just because he went to a great team, it comes out because he could have been terrible on somewhere. Like, say he, went, say he was a Jet. Oh, I mean, I think that's fair to say for almost every player in the league. There are there are very few exceptions, Patrick Mahomes maybe being one of them, yeah. to the whole situation matters. If, if, if DK Metcalf ended up on the Jets or the Bears or the Jaguars, he's not DK Metcalf, not this fast at least. No, not this fast. Um, but no, Jeff, if I was Jeff, I'd be really excited about this team. They're, they're on the right path. Uh, and then tight end. I mean, he probably has the second best tight end room in the, in the league, Darren Waller and first. Yeah. Right now. I mean, going into, going into this playoff stretch, he, he's set up with that, you know, that position. Waller shocks me though. I don't think, well, first of all, Derek Carr shocks me. Is he actually like competent this year? Not fantasy, because I don't still, like you said, I don't love him as my number one, but the dude is making plays. Like, somehow I've gotten stuck watching a lot of Raiders games this year. He's not bad. He's figured out a way to actually put the ball to his receivers, which is new. Yes. And I guess what, a, once it figured that part out, it's he's not bad. It's an important skill set to have. It is. It is. It's shocking how long it takes to figure that part out. But, yeah, if you put the ball in your own team's hands, it usually leads to good things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if I'm Jeff, I'm pretty excited. I this year, I mean, he's a battle for a playoff spot guy right now. I think next year, maybe the year after, I could see him as a top four kind of championship caliber team. A couple of things break oh. right, and he gets Lawrence. This team's scary. If he 
if he gets Lawrence or if he fields, if he could, yeah, fields, or if he can see what somebody will give up for Lawrence. And I'm not saying that I would do this, but if he could call up a team like me and say, yo shark, you need a quarterback and you've got three first round picks. I will literally give you Trevor Lawrence. You give me picks four, five, and 12. You like, you, uh, you know what I mean? You at least have to be like, <laughs> give me 20 minutes. I'd have to consider. I'd have to consider that. You're not hanging up the phone. Let's put it that way. No, not, not with a hard no. no there's definitely not a hard. It's a wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially if Lawrence doesn't wind up on the jets, but he winds up with like the Falcons or something like that. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. But you wouldn't but, see, so but you the, wouldn't know that. Not when now, because once he winds up on the Falcons, Jeff's not, yeah, not a chance. Pick. You're never trading him ever. <laughs> you would have to pry him from his now, cold dead hands. Jeff's trading that pick because there's a chance that the jets get. Trevor and the Lawrence. Jets are the so only he, thing that could stop him. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So he's going to have an interesting January and February if the Jets have the number one overall pick. Yep. I don't know that I don't try to trade that pick, but you got to get you, you got to get double value for it. Like you have to absolutely, and it's worth it for both sides. Yep, it's going to be fun to see. Yeah, I'm curious to see how it plays out. Um, so speaking of quarterbacks, we can move on to the next team in in our division. Uh, that would be you, Shark. Uh, How's my quarterback room looking? I've seen better. <laughs> um, I, I've definitely seen better, but uh, so I thought for you, uh, Texans was the perfect perfect team for you. You guys think you're a way better than you are. You you, yep. you randomly decide to go all in, whether you should or shouldn't. Yeah, that feels about and right. If things broke, right? You know, you could have been good. I could have made the second round and gotten blown out by a good team in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you're definitely in consideration for the worst quarterback room in the league. Uh, there's no way around that. I mean, but you traded Rodgers. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in this position. Yeah, no, it, it's – it's. I mean, if we're not counting IR, I, I think that I have potential. I think I have the worst quarterback room. In the yeah, league. I mean, but by trading Rodgers, you basically did a Plaxico Burroughs on yourself. And that's – you know, you, you remove it. Uh, and I, I – but I don't think it was a bad trade, and I don't think it was wrong to do. I mean, part of the mindset of trading Rodgers, and, and it's kind of fun to talk about a team that I have insight into <laughs> – was, yeah, what was because the that. <laughs> <laughs> so let me bring you behind the curtain. Um, dude's a 36, 37 year old quarterback who is playing really out of his mind right now for eight games. But the 32 games before that, he was just kind of average. And over the summer, if I could have gotten a first round pick and a young 23 year old potential stud wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers, there's no doubt in my mind I was doing that 100 times out of 100. Yeah. I, I, I try, and again, I, I will always preface the caveat of I'm about to go four and nine for the third year in a row, so take everything I say with a giant grain of salt. I try not to let one or two months change my opinion of players because I just don't think that's fair. Mm. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers – I think he's really good this year, and I don't think it was a bad move by Brett at all because he's dude's hot. I don't think he's worth more than what I got for him, and I don't think my team is winning a championship, or I didn't think it was winning a championship this year. So give me the first round pick and give me Cortland Sutton. Yeah, it makes sense from both perspectives. I think both teams did well on that trade. Brett's not thinking about next year. Brett's not thinking about the two years down the road. What's Rogers doing? He's thinking I'm going to win the I'm going to win the fucking title this year. He's got a champ. He's got a real shot at a championship this year. So it's a great move. Yeah. Um, so we're potentially the worst quarterback room in the league. Uh, running back, I, I saw a top five duo in uh, Aaron Jones and Chris Carson uh, when they're for, healthy. I mean. When they're healthy, which they actually, to be fair, have been more often than not, just not currently today. They're, I mean, they're take out Henry and Zeke, and they probably are, 
you know, for my money, the best duo in the league. Yeah, that's a, I put him immediately top five right there. I, I thought yeah. that was – that's where that is. So I, I'd be happy with where you are. It could use some depth. But you have a thousand first round picks. So, I mean, I'm sure you're going to walk away with at least one running back to kind of fix that problem. That's the plan. Yeah. yeah. I'd imagine that. And then let's see, receiver, receiver, you're stacked. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit good. It, it, I'm not Petriello, but it's a, I think it's a top three receiver room. It is Jones, Ridley, and CD on their own. And then, do you think Fulgham's for real? Oh, I really hope so, even though he's an eagle. Because, <laughs> God, that's just fun. Uh, honestly, though, I kind of do. And you know why I do? And this is a really stupid thing. It's not because of anything he's doing on the field. It's because the dude's got a weird backstory off yep. the field journey. I don't know. These guys, they tend to pop up. Like Victor Cruz. It's just like all of a sudden, and this story just sticks, and it turns into this thing. And I don't think he's going to ever be like a top 10 or maybe even top 20 receiver, but he might just be – listen, if he could turn into my fourth best receiver or my fifth best receiver because I got C.D. Sutton and – Oh, I forgot about Sutton on your team. I was looking at Jones, Ridley, C.D. and Sutton. Shit. Yeah. 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 So that that's a deep receiver room. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. I might have to trade one or two of them and, and get some other pieces, you know, like a quarterback or a tight end. Yeah. And then tight end, uh, yeah, you have the poor man's Evan Ingram. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, original. and then O.J. Howard. Uh, um, I don't hate Austin Hooper. No, but, but I don't. Like I like him, him a lot Wish less it. on the Browns. I like him a lot less on my team than if somebody else had him. And I was talking about, yeah. So what, so what are you, what, what's your thoughts on what you should be doing? Power through, go for it. I, I mean, the problem is I feel like I'm going to win a couple games. I, if I, if I'm stepping outside and I'm evaluating this team, not as me, why the hell am I holding on to Julio Jones? And the only answer I can come up with is because none of the contenders can afford That's him. Exactly. It. But there's, there's no reason to hold on to him. And I got to be honest, Aaron Jones and Chris Carson, neither one of them have contracts next year. Like you talk about running back rooms that are top three and can become bottom three real yeah. fast. Should I be trading one of the two of them or both of them to a contender right now? Because they may not be worth a damn in three True, months. True, but I also don't think you're going to get any sort of value for them that you should. So it's one of those horrible scenarios. I mean, it's always, you know, when I traded Henry, it was, oh, you only got a first round pick for him. It's like, yeah, but you have to read what's yeah. actually out there. And I don't right. know if there's anything out there that would be worth – I'd almost rather hold on to those lottery tickets because – I'm holding on to the two of them uh, because – and, and uh, that's, you know, insider insight. They're not going no. anywhere because if they re-sign with the Packers and the Seahawks next year, then I, again, have a top three yeah, running back. Room. Exactly. So, yeah, your team, things just need to go better, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean – yeah, I, I don't have an answer. I just let's try it again yeah, next hope year. Brandon Cooks plays like this next year, and then all of a sudden you're super deep. Oh. He's someone I actually probably should be trading, probably, and he's cheap too. He's only thirteen. He's not gonna he's not gonna get a huge no. return. But if you're Paulie, like you know, why, I know Paulie hates Brandon Cooks, or if Christian who traded me Brandon Cooks. Like, why wouldn't you pick up this guy who's the number three receiver in the NFL over the last four games? If I'm Paul, the problem is, you know, it's hard because if I'm Paul, I would be hitting up every team for a receiver. But but although he made the right move trading for Henry, he also lost his first round pick and he doesn't have much to deal with. And no, he can't. He, he that's fair. He might have to just. Yeah, because steady. he's also not strong enough to say, fuck it. If I win it this year, I don't give a shit about the next two. Um 
he's still kind of in that like uh, above average treadmill. He's if Fitzy was four to nine, Paulie's like five. To yeah, 10. exactly. You know, he might fall as high as the fifth overall pick. He might win third place, yep. but that's about his. Yeah, his I mean, range. I'm rooting for him to fall all the way. I hope he falls because I have his pick next year. <laughs> I would love if I can get the first pick and get Lawrence with him. That would just be the best. But <laughs> you should probably stop hoping uh, for that as he's five and four in grand. Yeah, I, it would take a miracle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's that. And then moving on to one of the considerable best teams in the league, uh, Brett. Yeah. Brett, a.k.a. Brent. Um, for anybody Brent. listening who doesn't know his name, it's Brent. We were talking team names before. Jesus fucking Christ. It's got to go. Like, the joke's over. It's not funny. What was it's, the joke? I don't even get what the joke was. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think there's some idiot on Twitter, and Brent will probably know who it was right away, and I don't remember who it was, that, like, started – or maybe it was Cam Newton. He started writing in a different kind mm. of font, and Brett took a terrible team name, which was Into the mm. Night. And then took, which I don't even know what that is, and then wrote it in a different font. And it's just, yeah, that's rough. Uh, Please, Brett, change your name. That's that's terrible. Yeah. It's got to go. So, speaking of him, solid quarterback room. Very, very good. Good to above average. Um, Rodgers. Looks a lot better with Rodgers. Yeah, night and day. It would have been a very ugly scenario if we had this call, what, a week ago? Uh, Yeah. So, Cam and Goff are not a great one-two no. punch. No, certainly not. But they might be the best two-three punch. Yeah, all league. of a sudden his room is is very good. So, you know, is it a long-term great room you're going to be really stoked with? Probably not, but he doesn't care about that. No. He needs, he's going for a title no. this year. If he gets a championship this year, who cares what it yep, looks like long-term? Exactly. And then running backs, I mean, he has Dalvin Cook, who by himself makes the room great. He's a stud. Uh, I'm a huge, huge fan of J.K. Dobbins. Uh, I think he is going to be an absolute monster in this league. Uh, he might be the best running back for this yep. draft class. Just, I, I think if if I had to buy one right now and put all my stock, yeah, in. I think so. I mean, he's got the potential. He seems to work with the Ravens' offense. Seems to flow well with him. So, uh, yeah, I, I would be really stoked about him. Um, that's and then he's got oh, who is it? I saw somebody that I was wondering about. Well, Chase Edwards is interesting. Or Edmonds. yes, that's who I was. Yeah, that's who I was looking at. That I was like, ah, if they get rid of Drake, maybe. I'm not convinced that I can't think of the coach's name uh, right Kingsbury? now. Kingsbury. Um, yep, Kingsbury. I'm not convinced he knows how to use him. No, back in his no, offense, it doesn't seem like it. I mean, Kyler. They might. Back. They. Yeah, they might be on the precipice of becoming one of those teams that you just. Yeah, I'm not going to – like the Patriots. Like, okay, I'm not going to own a, a Cardinals running back. It's yep. just not worth it's it. It's not an offense you want to be messing with. And he is David Johnson nope. who – yeah. Fine yeah, is your number four Exactly. He's back. nothing, you know. But you move to the wide receiver room, and, and Brett has probably got his pants off jerking off to listening to us talk about this. But uh, <laughs> Hopkins, Allen Robinson, Tyreek Hill, if it wasn't for uh, – God, I can't say his name. Petriello. Petriello. Name. I've been saying it wrong for four years. So Petriello. So uh, if it wasn't for that room with Adams and Thomas, this would be the best. But this is a very, very close. I said 1A, 1B. I think that's fair. And, and you know, what could push him over the top is Brandon Ayuk might be, like, legitimately yeah. good. Yeah, I really think he could be. My concern there is if they don't upgrade – well, if they else? don't upgrade from Jimmy G. 
and I'm just talking future. Like this right. season is just a, a garbage yeah. fire. Uh, but I think for the future, I would be worried if they don't get a new quarterback. Watch out for Matt Ryan. That would, area. that would be a good fit with Shanahan. Just, and that's based off of nothing, but I exactly. They, they got the connection. Ryan still has a couple years in him. That's just, that one intrigues I, me. I hadn't thought of that, but that's a good fit. Um, this team also has a very solid, I would put them probably second best tight end room. Uh, I'm obviously all in on TJ Hawkinson. He's turning into a real, real monster this year. He he is surprising me this year. I did not expect him to be this good. He is. He took he took a good. giant leap forward this year. It's yeah, incredible. and uh, Hunter Henry. I mean, if he's on the field, he's a very solid tight end. Yeah, he. They're they're both really good. I don't know if I'm Brett that I'm not trading Hunter Henry before the deadline for I'm not sure what to try and you know give myself. Can I? What can I package Henry and mm-hmm. Goff for? Or or can I get another running back because Dobbins is good, but I don't know that I love Edmonds as yep. my number three. Or do you try? I mean, I know he loves Mostert. Uh, do you try and move him for somebody? I mean, I Mostert's got no, no value. He's fine, and when he's healthy, he is he's legitimately electric, mm. like absolutely electric. I'm not going to deny that, and I'll give Brett shit about it forever. But he is, but he has yeah. no value. I, you can't trade for him, like not if you're giving up more than a fourth round pick, because you've never seen him, with the exception of that one magical run to the Super Bowl, play more than four games you're, in a row. You're Graham. Why not? Well, no, yeah. Well, I guess it is situational for Graham. Why not take, take, you know, we keep talking. I keep mentioning lotto tickets. You never know. Yeah, he's a lotto ticket. I mean, he's 28 years old, but. He's a lot yeah, of ticket. That was somebody like if I'm sitting there, if I'm on the opposite end of it where I'm trying to figure out what to do with the team, I'm also looking at buying options of guys who I just think maybe. Like worst case scenario, I blow a fourth yeah. round pick. And who knows if you would deal him for that. And but I think just, it's just, you know. The team going back to the first division, the team that needs to be doing that yes, is Rutherford. 100%. Because he, if he gets Justin Fields, is really potentially you know next year's version of christian or jeff and he might be a contender next year he needs to start adding these little guys like you know just throw them in there and yeah see i happens. mean this team is is built for their title contender they're going to be right there at the end their final four yeah and then oh, you got to deal with the best team in the division right now uh, you know no we already ah, did my ha, team. Ha. but instead it is me i'll let you talk about what team i am if you remember <laughs> uh, the Ravens, me. because I think I'm a lot. I'm a lot That's better because... than I am. <laughs> so I've got it written down on my phone, so I can show everybody, not show everyone, so I can tell everyone what's happening. And you keep putting me on the spot, and I can't get my phone open enough <laughs> fast enough. <laughs> so lesson learned, episode two: have a piece of paper. Paper's the way to go. Yeah, analog, no, analog baby, analog. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm all digital. I'm all digital, and I am falling behind. No, you are the Ravens. I mean, you, you, you've you been really good and clearly building towards something, but it hasn't quite happened for a couple of years. And then last year, Lamar Jackson took off, and your team just took off. And, I mean, you just were lethal. This year, you're not quite yeah. as good. Ravens are not quite as good, and yet you're still kind of – dominating kind of running away with things and everyone's looking at you like if that if you figure that out 
that's a problem. Yeah, if for the Lamar rest of starts us. playing seventy five percent of what he did last year, all of a sudden I'm back in the I'm back in the title discussion. Um, yeah, and if McCaffrey oh, can, get well, healthy. if not, I have Mike Davis, who might because, be better. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's the rumor. He's at least better. I'm feeling than David a lot better about my seventy dollars drunk fab on him when I was all heartbroken over CMC. <laughs> <laughs> I kept drinking and every drink I would add ten dollars of fab to it because I just couldn't lose it. <laughs> God, that's I just that's one of those ones we needed to podcast. Like I think we need to just get everybody on the phone the night before the first yeah. fab run next year. Yep. <laughs> just let's you know yep, put your exactly. bids in, boys. Uh running back room for me. Uh, so my quarterback room, it's Lamar, it's it, it, the the aging Tom Brady and Stafford. It's fine. It's if yeah. It's fine. It, you're you're really good this year. You know, you're not – I don't think that you're the best in the league. I, I would yep. take Brett's room over you. I would take Edward because he's got Russell Wilson. And this year I would take yep, Russell 100%. over Lamar. Um, I would take Christian. I would take Paulie. So you're going to be in the bottom half. Yep, of the I would say I'm teams. probably like the fifth best quarterback room. But it's not a win. Yeah, but it's not a weakness. It's just yep. not a strength. running back when healthy. I think I have the be- one of the better duos with CMC and Miles Sanders I, I, when they're healthy. But I don't think I've had them healthy at the same time yet. Are we sure that Miles Sanders is actually that good? Like, yeah, when he's on the field, it? he's good. He he plays. He gets okay. he, he gets big chunks of yards. He. Besides Travis Fulham, I have a blind so spot. For I have Eagles, obviously so, been watching Sanders since you know. I got him, and he. He's exciting right. to watch, but it's in like it's in bunches. So it's like he'll disappear for an entire quarter, and then all of a sudden he'll ramble off sixty-five yards on a on a two drives. But he's good. He's got mm. the talent. He just can't stay healthy. Um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't disagree with your assessment. You have a a really okay. good running back. For, I, well, and, you know, Mike Davis, and Mike Davis when they're healthy next year to disappoint. I'm going to be right there for it. Uh, you better trade him in the offseason. Call up somebody like Graham and be like, yo, look, my thing is the Jaguars <laughs> oh, oh running back. That's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> They're going to sign him and ruin James Robinson. I could already see it. <laughs> wow. Yep. That, yeah, that's it's a happen. tandem. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Poor James Robinson. Poor James Robinson. Already. Uh, but I like that guy a lot. Yep. Uh, receiver room, I think I have the wide receiver two room. Uh Galladay, Jefferson, who the two of those I'm really happy with. Those two are, are monster receivers. But then A.B., Parker, Juju, um, Emmanuel Sanders, Jarvis Landry. It's just all guys that you're like, yeah, I guess I'll start them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're fine. They're good. They're, you know, your team, if Justin Jefferson didn't take off the way he did and if you didn't promote him, you don't like your receiver room nearly as much. Not at all. And Galladay not being healthy doesn't doesn't help. But if he's... You know, for the playoffs, if Galladay, Jefferson are healthy and I got to figure out one of the other or two of the others to start, I'll take my chances with that. Galladay's yep. a top 10 receiver. Yep. Like when and he's then healthy. my tight end room is, is getting ugly. I thought I had it. I thought I had it all figured out. I thought Jonu was there. I thought he was the man. I don't know what's happened. He's fallen off a cliff. Yeah, he'll be fine. He's never going to be a top three, top four tight end, but he will be a solid Top yeah, and Mike Gesicki is, is very boomer bust. Uh, he's fine as like a bi week fill in, but he's not a. I don't think he's a full time starter at tight end. No, I would agree. Glad I didn't trade for him when you offered him to me for some crappy yep. thing. So, so. Yeah, I, I mean, you're good. You're, you're, you're one of the yep. top three teams in the league. 
when you dive into your roster, I don't think it's as Edward and Brett. I don't think they have to do anything. You, I feel like there's a move or two for you to make. And most of it is yep. predicated due to injuries. If McCaffrey and Sanders and Galladay were healthy, I feel like you don't have to do anything, but because you you've got those question marks, I don't know what the answer yep. is. My team but it's needs worth to exploring. get the two seed or the one seed. One seed seems a little out of range right now, but a buy is what my team needs more than I think any others to be able to handle this. Cause if I get into the final four, my team at any week can put out something. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what's going to be fun for, for everybody else. If we all cared about each other's games, you no. and Brett haven't played yet this season and you're in the same division week yeah, 11 I, and week 13. That's going to be, yeah. That's gonna be luckily I have a gram in between. So that helps so that you're gonna, gonna yeah, the worst go at least one and, one and two. So. Um, but so our division, what do you think? I, I think it's between me and Brett. I think it's a coin flip. It, it's a coin flip. It's those two games. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen if I had to put money on it right now because I know you play Edward this weekend, and I don't know who Brett plays. I think I might take Brett, but. I'm not sure if either of you can go two and yeah. L, that's that's uh, it. It's over. Which whichever one of you wins that week eleven matchup is going to really yep, put a lot 100%. of panic. In week one. twelve is, and thirteen are not going to be fun for whoever loses week eleven. Yep. No, it's going to um, be so stressful. That's, that's that. We got Petri- uh, Petriello, Edward, and Brett as the division winners. I think the other playoff teams are looking me. You're looking Christian, and probably I'm thinking Pauly. I would say Pauly over. The wild card is the, the. I don't think me because I traded my team, but it's Jeff. Yep. Jeff is the only other one that I think could make a run for it. But I'm going to give it yep. to Paul. I think that I think that works. And then uh, who's your who's your prediction for uh, running through? I mean, you called me early in the season just to put the Sharky curse. Who are you thinking now? I did. I mean, you, because Edward doesn't have to play you or Brett two times in the next four weeks, and because he's going to lock up the number one seed really soon. It, you can't put your Agreed. money on anybody but him right now. I mean, he, he is Agreed. the, the so favorite. From that, real quick, just uh, before we wrap this up, I put from took notes, the best quarterback room, Pauly, the best running back room, Jeff, best wide receiver room, 1A, Petriello, 1B, Brent, uh, tight end, Brett, and Ed, I would say 1A, 1B. Uh, worst quarterback room, Shark and Fitzy, kind of – Kind of one A one B or one yeah. F one F plus. Uh, running back Rob's got the worst room there. Paulie's wide receiver room is looks like an abortion clinic, and uh, Ryan's tight end position is pretty rough. So uh, yeah, so the, yeah, and these um, are based just off of you know and this very scientific this year very scientific you know? figuring out by me of just me kind of glancing at it while I was smoking some weed. Uh, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, so take it shit. for what it's worth. Yeah. No, but no, because I could just hear Fitzy crying. I've got two. Uh, yeah. You got two. Uh, I don't even look squad. at practice squad for the most so. part in that scenario because that's not helping you. If you don't promote him, what is he doing for you? Uh, yep. Also, Fitzy yep. promotes. So, him. Yeah. What, what are you, are you waiting doing? for? Um, so that's that's about that. I mean, so for the first episode of On the Rocks, uh, how you feeling, Shark? This was fun, man. I, I, I don't know if anyone's going to listen for an hour and 22 <laughs> minutes, which is what the timer says we're at right now. 
Yeah, me too. But Hopefully I had a blast. Enjoys it. Uh, uh, cool. So uh, yeah, hopefully man. you guys will catch us on our next episode where we will be less dumb. Uh, <laughs> Potentially less yeah, dumb. Also, maybe more stupid. Way. So thank you guys, hopefully, for listening. And then uh, hopefully I will win uh, against uh, Edward this week. So let's all root for me. <laughs> yeah, go you. Sure. All right. Take it easy. Bye-bye. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs>